Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars, to The Office, to cosplay, to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of It's a Fandom Thing. On this episode, I'm going to have four separate guests on to discuss how they are coping right now with the pandemic. Um, things they are maybe watching, listening to, reading, um, activities they are doing, um, maybe activities that their kids are doing to help them get through this very, very weird, difficult time. So hopefully they'll be able to help you as well. Um, and I'll just briefly mention a couple of things I'm doing. Um, a big thing is every Friday, I have some virtual parties usually. I've done everything from virtual karaoke, which is possible. You just need YouTube to look up songs and their karaoke version. Um, and then also doing like Netflix parties, uh, watch parties. And then also did last Friday, YouTube live uh, version, watching of uh, Dirty Dancing. Lionsgate is presenting four different movies um, every Friday. This upcoming Friday, they're doing La La Land. And then next week, they're doing John Wick. And they have like special celebrity guests on. They do trivia, all sorts of things. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, I... I just think doing the virtual parties makes you feel a little bit less alone. Um, I don't live alone, but I mean a little bit less alone in this. So you feel like you still have that community and that outreach. So I found that to be very helpful. Um, I also am just going to give a few quick shout outs to some podcasts that I think are great to listen to right now. Um, Real Spoilers, which is a movie podcast where they spoil movies. They're a great group of guys. Um, and some of these I'll be discussing a little bit more detail later. Um, the Next Best Picture podcast is a great one. That's also another movie podcast that I really enjoy. Um, you can't go wrong with Fresh Air because Terry Gross is the queen of interviews, so I highly recommend that one. Also from NPR, I recommend Pop Culture Happy Hour. And then last but not least, um, Keep It with Ira Madison. And that's just, that's just a great, funny, enjoyable one that I, I just love. And you also get... Uh, just the keep it segment is the best on there when they say what they want when the panel says what they want to uh what they're going to say keep it to that week i think that is just great and entertaining so um and then the other big thing i'm doing is i'm making sure to get outside um walk my dog you know maintain that six feet of distance wear a mask um but get that fresh air get that vitamin d i think it's so important so without further ado, I'm going to turn it over now to my panel, and I really hope that you are able to um, get something out of this, that you're able to maybe find another way, um, another idea, something to do, something to help you through this, or at least I hope that this podcast um, can serve as some form of distraction for you as well. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. And now I have frequent guest Carla on the line to help us um, understand what she is doing right now to cope with everything and maybe give some suggestions, some tips. Um, so Carla, if you want to just briefly introduce yourself to everyone. Hi, I'm Carla Demis. I am very frequently on this <laughs> podcast and uh, I'm a mom. I am, uh, you know, mom, wife, employee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, artist. artist. Yes, wonderful photographer. Yes, she has a yes. She has a um, piece in a virtual art show right now, right? And that's 
that is the okay yeah you can vote on it um it's piece number 22 so um there is a link on our facebook page so if you want to go ahead and vote for that as well because she's a until everybody yes yes that too (laughs) yes because she's an amazing photographer she also helps do some of our cover art so um, for certain episodes so great well what are some things that you are doing right now to cope like things that you're streaming listening to reading anything like that i'm finding that um it's going differently for me than i expected i fully i fully thought that i would be really into comfort, soothing um, media. And at least in my television watching, that has not been the case. (laughs) Because since this started, usually I'm I'm a very sitcoms, like, you know, fluffy romantic stuff kind of person. But ever since this started, I mean, I I binged Criminal Minds. (laughs) I watched Dexter for the first time. And I'm starting Lucifer. Yay! Sorry. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so now we now we can go back in time. And it can actually be that episode. Beyond that episode. <laughs> On the Lucifer episode. Yeah. There we go. Um, and I I don't know why hmm. it's just stuff that I can watch, and I I think it's largely because um you know it doesn't speak to the quality of the of the work, but I, it's stuff that I just don't really need to get invested in and don't really need to, uh, I can just have it on in the background. It's interesting enough for me to watch it, but it doesn't draw me in so much that it's, um, that it's another weight on my heart. Like, you know, if I watch something that I'm going to fall in love with and then, you know, it's going to end and I'm going to be sad. I really don't need that right now. (laughs) So it's, it's, um, it's easy, low maintenance for me. But in any other thing, I'm still regular old me. So when it comes to to movies, for example, I've just been watching the movie yesterday over and over and over again because it really is so, it's charming, it's funny and cute. Mm-hmm. It's an hour and a half of not worrying about anything. And um, I, I don't know, I, it just is really soothing to me. Yeah. And it also helps that my son loves it so we can watch it together. <laughs> Yeah, that's that makes a difference. Twenty times, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's such a fan, and oh my gosh, <laughs> it's the thing where, where kids will ruin stuff for you because they'll watch it until you're like, "Why did I watch this again? <laughs> I don't even remember at this point." Yeah. Um. I oh, I've also been rewatching Superstore uh, because that's just a, it's a really sweet show. Mm-hmm. It took me forever to get around to to watching it. But once I did, oh my gosh, I got hooked. It's just a lovely, sweet show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also actually, I had the, the hardest time reading stuff in the last couple of years. It's just been a very difficult couple of years. Plus, I never really had time. But um, I'm trying to get my son to like read more at night, which it's kind of ridiculous because he reads a lot during the day. <laughs> but I'm insistent now on us reading at night before he goes to bed instead of um, using any electronic devices for an hour before bedtime. And while he reads stuff, I've been reading, um, I, I read, I reread Pride, which is an adaptation of, um, Jane Austen's Pride and Punishment. It's a great book. It's set in, in Brooklyn. It's about, um, a girl who is, 
uh, her dad's Dominican and her mom's Haitian. And uh, it, it's all of the, the changes taking place in her neighborhood in, in Brooklyn. And it, it, it's a really, it, it's a well-worn story mm-hmm. because, you know, like pretty much everybody on the planet I, I've watched, I, I've read Heart and Prejudice, I've watched Clueless. So I know the gist <laughs> of how this goes, but it, it's still, it, it's, a, it's a fresh take on it. I also started reading the book Scythe, which was recommended by Meg Griffin on um, the um, the Game of Nerds mm-hmm. website, and it's it's really good. It's really sucking me in. It's a very good read and frequent but guest again, too, you know, Meg. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I should have mentioned that as well. Yes. Sorry. Um, and uh, my 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 chicken soup book is Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury, mm-hmm. and that one I can read just over and over and over until the end of time. And, and it's short stories. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to get lost in it and enjoy it and then put it down and walk away and go and do something else. Um, so that, that one I highly recommend if you're into, you know, sci-fi and short stories and much needed distractions, definitely read the illustrated man. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, as far as stuff that I've been doing, I've uh, been participating uh, on Twitter. The account at Old Pal Photo has a quarantine photo challenge. And that's been a blast because she'll post prompts every day. Mm-hmm. And then you can just do, you know, you follow the prompts. You don't necessarily have to do them all and you don't have to do them in order. Just take, you know, pick and choose. Um, it's a great way to to stay up on my photography skills. And it's a great way for beginners to really, you know, try out different things with their camera and I, I i cannot recommend it enough it's 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 a it's a really fun thing to do with your with your camera mm-hmm. um and it also helps you appreciate the little things in your life because it, it's all um stuff that you can generally do inside your house you know you can take pictures of your car whatever it's all very accessible very easy to do and um and it's really made me appreciate these tiny corners of my life that I, that I've been neglecting Mm. because I'm like, you know, I really want to go outside. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. And I do recommend following that as well. I've mainly, um, I need to follow all the photos, but I, cause I've mainly been focused on yours, but I need to also look at the other ones cause that's, that's a good one. And it's interesting with what you said, going back a little bit to, um, the media that you've consumed, like consuming some stuff that may be considered darker, um, and how that might be kind of weird to do at this time. I know that for me in the past, when I've been really depressed, some things that have actually helped me is listening to really angry music or really depressing music. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you would think it should be the opposite, but for some reason, listening to those, it's like kind of like getting all of that stuff out of you. Um, so that, I mean, I know you said it's also because you don't get too invested, but that Although I have a feeling that might change with Lucifer. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, <laughs> you don't get too invested. So it makes it a little bit easier, but, but um, I know you said that, but I think there might be the other part of it, at least for me would be that it's just, it's a way to kind of not necessarily see that your life is better than somebody else's, although that could be part of it. But I think it's also just this way to get out any anger or frustration or fear you might have. I don't know. That's, that's the way it is with music for me. If I'm listening to negative music sometimes, but 
that, that makes a lot of sense because one of the things that you know my husband kind of is confused by is the fact that I find the song Faint by Linkin Park very soothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I put it in and I'm like, oh, I feel so much better now. And he's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. But hey. <laughs> that's the way I feel if I listen to uh, Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Late Machine. That's the way I feel if I listen to that sometimes. <laughs> like, like, how does that even work? I don't really, you know, I don't necessarily need to know how it works. Mm-hmm. I just know that it does. It's good enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, this is what I'm feeling in my soul right now, and you're speaking it through music in a way. I think that's kind right. of what it is. So, And that's the way, like, Depeche Mode has been for a long time for me. And, yeah, it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, this is just, oh, I'm just going to get all my pain and rage and anger out on, <laughs> on the page instead of, you know, turning it in on yourself kind of thing. So, right, yeah. 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 Great. Well, and then I know you have um, a young son at home. Are Is there anything that you're doing with him to help him cope through this time? Yeah, I, I I'm finding because he, he's six years old. He's going to be seven soon. And so I, I'm finding that the best thing I can do, the kindest thing that I can do for him is to um, not set my expectations too high for his productivity. <sighs> and that's been a big you know help to all of us because then he's not stressed about having to get you know a million things done i'm not stressed about being on top of him to get all these things Mm -hmm. done he is expected to um to help around the house and to pick up after himself to do his schoolwork and all of that but i'm you know, changing the way that we approach it, because instead of making it a stressful thing where, it, okay, you have 10 minutes to clean up your room, it's, okay, why don't you, you know, um, we did this thing the other day where I told him that he had to clean his room for six minutes, and then he could put on a song on his um, on his iPod and dance. Oh. So he did that, and so he, he danced and cleaned and danced and cleaned, and his room got clean, and he was super happy in the end. He had a blast doing that. Um, and music is is one thing that bonds us a lot because he's very much into music as am i and um i've i've always been of the parenting um uh ideal that he will just listen to the stuff that i, that I like <laughs> and i will not have to listen to kids pop <laughs> and i think that's worked out fantastically for all of us <laughs> So, you know, he's, he's always grown up listening to to stuff that, that I enjoy listening to. And, and that's what's on his playlist. And, and so he's um, he's developing his own preferences and his own tastes. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, it's all stuff that I like. <laughs> so it really works well. Um, and recently, I've also been letting him explore a little bit. You know, it, it's stuff that... that um, to some degree, I've either pre-screened or other parents have recommended. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel comfortable letting him listen to this stuff. And, and um, then he tells me what he wants me to download so he can add it to his list. So, you know, I, I think a lot of kids really, especially at this age, they have a, a hard time expressing themselves emotionally. Mm-hmm. And music is a good way to do that. Just like for... You know, for you, it might be Nine Inch Nails. For me, it's Linkin Park. For him, this week, it's Lady Gaga. And, you know, whatever he feels like listening to, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it really, 
like I said, it's, it's a bonding experience for us. And it's also an easy way to keep him entertained and keep him happy. Um, other things that, that we like to do is he helps me with my photo projects for um, for the quarantine photo challenge. So so he's my, my props master, pretty much. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> whenever, yeah, whenever I need something, you know, it's like, okay, scoot it to the right. No, scoot it to the left. You know, uh, and then he'll come up. He'll come up behind me, look at the camera, and say, "Mommy, I think that that's. I don't think that's very good. I think you should try this." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so he's also my editor, apparently. <laughs> Let him use my big fancy camera. You know, like, oh, my husband's like, "I can't believe you're doing that." And I'm like, "You know what? <laughs> he needs to be entertained, and he's not going to learn to to respect it and take care of it unless he touches it himself." That's true. So let's just let's hope for the best <laughs> and so you know like we'll go outside and he'll photograph his own stuff and he's he's enjoying learning photography and um keeping busy that way which i mean i i'm a, a big proponent of the arts mm-hmm. anyway and i am enjoying the fact that he's appreciating my preferred art style so um it's definitely helpful and then <clears throat> reading because he's a he's a huge reader he, he has been since the moment that he could, you know, really figure out words on his own. Um, and so I'm, I've been thankful that uh, we have neighbors and older cousins and stuff who have given books and stuff to him. So he's been keeping busy reading those. I've also managed to get some delivered for him. And there's nothing better than, you know, he he's an early riser. He wakes up at like five thirty, oh, and we'd rather wake up after seven. So, yeah. but, <laughs> so he wakes up every time he wakes up. He's in his room, and he knows not to come and get us until at least six thirty. So for an hour, he has his music on and he's reading. So that you know, instead of us being like, okay, go back to sleep. It's too early for you to be up. We're just like, you know what? If this is the schedule that works for you, then enjoy it yeah and we're thankful that he has ways to keep himself busy that are also educational yeah and that's really cool that he um what a great kid that he does that and doesn't come in and wake you guys up that's pretty that's pretty amazing i have to say that kind of reminds me of me when i was a little kid i designed a whole and i'm not a morning person but i guess i was more of one as a kid i don't know but (laughs) as a kid i had designed this whole schedule where i would get up at 5 30 i would read for a little bit i would watch the news i'm a kid and i'm like i'll watch the news and then i do other things but i had my own little set schedule um, so that just, I don't know mm-hmm. why that just kind of reminds me of that, especially the reading thing. Like I'd make sure I'd get a half an hour in, but that's so cool that he does that just because then that, you know, he's not in there waking you guys up. I know you want to sleep even later than that, but waking you guys up super <laughs> early and that he's able to manage his time like that and take and do what he wants to do. That's, that says a lot for him and for you guys too, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, if there's one piece of advice that I, that I can give to parents, particularly right now when you're locked in with with your kids and you're losing patience, and you're like, "Oh my God, get off of me!" Mm-hmm. You know, like I know that 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 I invited you into this house, but you know, get off my lap for five seconds. <laughs> it, you don't have to be everything for your kid at this time. It's not selfish to want an hour to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
and even you know the parents who don't do screen time and and um, who prefer to have as little screen time as possible, you're not a bad parent if every now and then you're like you just give in and and you say go watch TV go I'm putting in a movie go watch that you're not a bad parent if the, if um, you've been with your kid the entire day and you just want a half hour to just sit in your room quietly and your kid is, you know, banging outside the door. Yeah. You also need time to yourself. And it's also important for, I think it's, it's, it's important for children to understand that, that things don't revolve around them and that it's okay to entertain yourself because that was one big thing for us growing up is um, we were, you know, uh, we were often encouraged to just go and entertain ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, my mommy. No, go do something on your own. It's made us more independent adults. Mm -hmm. it, it made it easier for um, my middle sister to travel the world by herself because she was um, encouraged to be independent young. My other sister has lived in another state since she was 18. Again, because our parents said you know we can't entertain you all the time we can't be around all the time for your for your benefit mm -hmm. figure it out on your own yeah yeah and, that, and i think that you know in this day and age sometimes that's harder i think for people to do especially because i remember as a kid going out all the time outside and playing with her and i know you can't do that so much right now but going outside and entertain ourselves and we'd come up we'd do like mysteries and stuff and mm -hmm. uh, or we you know just entertain just make up games and we'd be out in the summer we'd be out until we were supposed to come home for dinner kind of thing you know or yeah. you know and we had babysitters sometimes but sometimes those babysitters they spent most of the time inside while we were outside playing and you know i think sometimes kids miss that in this day and age of trying to find stuff to entertain yourself where you don't have to have something to entertain you like right. yeah yeah and i mean i'm not at all saying that you know putting down who people want to use screens or anything as well but i think that imagination that that instills in you and like you said that independence is is so important and you know, that's, and, and you can do that stuff around the house. It's not, or in the backyard, if you have a backyard or, you know. Exactly. And, and, you know, I, I know it's harder when you're locked in with your kids mm -hmm. because it's not like you can just like, you know, go to the neighbors, but it's still doable. I think um, with just a bit of imagination and with uh, being consistent and just reinforcing the fact that no, mommy will not sit there and play Legos with you for the third hour. Play them by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, mommy goes and reads a trashy novel in her room. <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're mm -hmm. not harming your children. You're not um, being selfish. You're not being a bad person. It's 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 helpful for the whole family, really, to create a bit of space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And I don't have kids, so, but it's, but I still agree. That's, that's, that's a good idea. And it's a good idea for you anyway. I mean, you know, like that old analogy that's used all the time on a plane that you want to put the oxygen in yourself first before helping your kid or your husband or wife or partner. Um, and I think that's true in life is, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, then it'll be very hard for you to take care of others, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, um, what is uh, one thing 
that you during this time have learned to never take for granted again? What's the one thing you'll never take for granted again? Um, I think what I will remember most to not take for granted in the future is access to outdoor spaces like the beach mm-hmm. and the parks. Because, you know, living in South Florida, the, the beach is 15, 20 minutes away. We don't go all, all that often. Um, parks are very close by. We don't go nearly often enough. And certainly some of it's the weather, but some of it's just laziness. Mm-hmm. And right now I'd give anything to go and take the kid and watch the sunset. You know, so I, I think that that's one thing that once we are able to be outside more mm-hmm. with that, with fewer restrictions, I will definitely be making it a point to spend more time outside. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's one of those things we take for granted, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that was going to be my other question was what uh, would be the, what's going to be the first thing if you could do anything right now that you'd want to do, it sounds like it'd be go to the beach. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love that if that could be my first thing too. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, Karen, yes, someday. Yes, just hop on a plane. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, awesome. Wonderful. Um, well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to quickly mention for people to keep in mind or no? Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously, you know, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Um, that's the first order of business. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also... This podcast has been a great, it's been a joyous place for, for me to go um, week after week, even when I'm not on it. So if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, definitely do so. We have a lot of fun. We have awesome discussions. We have some emotional moments and we talk all kinds of good and bad stuff about the things that we love. So, and in, in that sense, you know, even if it's um, a fandom or a show that you've never watched or, you know, whatever it is that you don't think may apply to you, it's still fun to just listen to people geek out over stuff. So definitely check out the older episodes. Aww. Well, thank you so much for saying that, Carla. Aww. Speaking of emotional, <laughs> thank Aww. you. No, thank you for saying that. I, I appreciate it. So I know that this has been, I know doing this has been a great, distraction for me so yeah so thank you um okay well if you want to tell everybody where they can find you yes you can find me at Carletemis pretty much everywhere the c-a-r-l-a-t-e-m-i-s including my website which is <laughs> okay awesome and then once again we will be linking that website in our show notes as well so so thank you so much for doing this carla my pleasure. Okay. And Carla will be on our next episode, on our main episode as well, the one where we talk about Clueless. So look forward to that. So thank you so much. And I have on the line with me right now is Lily. You might remember her from the Star Wars episode, our two-part Star Wars episode back in um, late December. And I'm really excited to have her on the show Um, she will be offering up some recommendations or ways that she's coping 
with things right now with everything with the pandemic. Um, and she is actually someone who's having to considered an essential employee. So she might have a different perspective than some of us do if we're stuck more inside. So I'm really happy to have her on here. So I'm going to have her introduce herself first. Um, Lily, if you want to just tell the listeners who you are briefly. Uh, thank you, Erin. Uh, thank you You're so welcome. much for having me on here. Um, and I'm so thankful that you have this podcast uh, for everyone to do. And um, so I, I work still, I'm still working during all of this. Uh, I am very, I feel very lucky to have a job, but at the same time, there are a lot of risks involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this, um, so far, it's been going uh, pretty well, surprisingly, uh, even through the pandemic. Um, but I... Uh, I'm just, I'm, I think you and I met, uh, through Supernatural, our Supernatural group. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yes. yes so that's how we've, we met. we've known yeah. each other, I think like a year or two. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm just, I'm just really happy to have, you know, that we are able to have this kind of, you know, support system through all of this. It's been very entertaining to l- listen to everyone's posts and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. And then um, I, I know you still have to go out to work during this, but yes. um, what are when you're not at work or even when you are at work, are there things that you're listening to, watching, reading or s- stuff that's helping you cope with this time or get through this time or distract you? <laughs> um, for right now, I'm really trying to keep a schedule as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um I, I always, con- I considered myself an introvert before all of this happened, but I guess I go out a lot more than I thought <laughs> previously. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get up at the same time every day. I'm trying to eat breakfast and all, or eat all my meals at the same time that I normally would. Um, and surprisingly, um, I haven't been watching as much TV as I thought I would. I, and when I do, I have started Mrs. America. Highly recommend it is very interesting. And then I've also, uh, I've, I got Disney Plus and I've been rewatching some old movies from my childhood that I thought were amazing. <laughs> and, you know, rewatching them as an adult is very different. Some of them are just so uh, cringy. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that can be true. The things that, things that we love as children. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I have started some new hobbies that I've always been interested in before this. I, I just felt like I didn't have the time. Uh, and those are 3D puzzles and uh, miniature kits. So you can buy them on Amazon. And they're, uh, they're very time-consuming and they're very, very uh, detail-oriented. And they, they really do keep you busy all day. And at the, at the end, you just feel so accomplished and they're so pretty and they make good gifts for people. <laughs> Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I've heard about a lot of people doing like puzzles and stuff like that and, Mm -hmm. and, and also getting new hobbies and yeah. Yeah. Or picking up new, um, skills (laughs) or trying to learn new skills. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, um, I always tell people to try and find ways to be creative, whether it's reorganizing your kitchen or, you know, your bathroom or some part of your home or, um, trying to be creative cooking. You know, if you're mm-hmm. terrible at cooking, maybe now is the time to to start working on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
and also uh you kind of a lot of people have more time to themselves right and they're Mm-hmm. you know, more time to think and they're not, their, their mind isn't busy with work and everyday, uh, normal, everyday issues. So maybe it's time to maybe evaluate your goals for the future and think about what you want after this. Cause maybe it's changed. Maybe your whole outlook has, will change by the end of this, you know, and I have been doing things, uh, yeah. to just try to focus and be hopeful for the future. <laughs> That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very weird, strange time right yes. now. And, um, and, and I know since you said you considered yourself an introvert before this, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of showing you that maybe you weren't as introverted as you thought before, uh-huh. but are you doing, are you doing anything where to see the people that you used to see? Like, have you done a lot? Have you done any virtual things or any yes. virtual parties or anything like that? I, uh, last night, actually, I had a virtual happy hour with some of my best friends I, um, we, we've been friends since we were children and we don't talk very often, but we know whenever we get together, it's like no time has passed. Right. And I find all of us, we are communicating more. We're talking to each other a lot more than we have in the past. And it's, it's been kind of nice to, you know, talk to them and see them a little bit more often. Um, and I have participated in a couple of like virtual parties and stuff (laughs) and those are always uh, those were pretty fun. And I, I actually enjoyed them a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that, you know, what's funny. I said this the other day on, on, a, on an episode that I've noticed a lot more get togethers are happening now than they mm-hmm. were before. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. It's like people are so desperate for that interaction. I think that they just are making more things happen than they might have before. Yes. But... <laughs> Yeah. Also, I, I find myself interacting better with strangers now than uh, before. I don't know how often you go out, like, to the grocery store, mm-hmm. um, but if, I don't know if you'll find yourself talking to a cashier and you're just so, like, you don't realize how starved you are for connection until you're, like, unloading yeah. your personal issues <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and, they're, and they're doing the same thing. And it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's. Uh, it's interesting. And then you walk away and you're like, oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have noticed that more. It is. Yeah. And I notice when I walk the dogs, a lot Mm -hmm. more people waving or saying hi from across the street, you know, keeping that six foot distance, but still, you know, waving and saying hi. And, um, luckily I haven't, luckily I haven't encountered too many people being rude or inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. Um, which is good so far. So, and people are being nice to you right? yes. in, in your job. Uh-huh. Okay. I, um, I only work on the weekends and like I said, Starbucks, they have so little hours to give people that it's a skeleton mm-hmm. crew running all of them. So anyone listening, if you go to Starbucks and the wait time is a long time, <laughs> that's because there's so <laughs> few people there and, you know, just be really nice to them. <laughs> Yeah. And tip them. Yes. Tip them if you yes, can. Give please. them tips if you can. <laughs> we are. So. Um, um, if you don't want to work, they're not forcing you to work. So know that, oh, you know, good. people that are working there, they're not there against their will. Um, you know, they want to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, they have to be a lot of people. This is, you know, it's kind of it for them. And, yeah. it, you know, it can be hard. So, you, you know, just just be nice either way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad that, um, that they're being nice to you Mm -hmm. and that you're not being forced 
to work. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it can be a, can be a weird time. So, um, are there, is there anything else that you're doing, uh, to help you sort of keep your spirits up or keep your spirits high? Like any, anything else you're listening to or watching that, that is helping the spirits stay high, if you, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I've actually recently really gotten back into Frasier. I know um. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, it's hilarious. You know, I, I, I watch a couple episodes a day and it's just, I mean, each episode is, it's hilarious. And it, you know, there's no sign of any of the problems that we have currently. Cause it was back, it was made back in the early nineties and it's just, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, and also uh, exercising. I've really, uh, yeah. I wasn't very good at exercising before all this happened. And, you know, suddenly I'm like doing yoga every single day. <laughs> so, you know, and I think it, I think it really does help. And I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to come out of this. Um, well, I mean, it's inevitable that you're going to gain weight, you know, just, yeah, <laughs> it's inevitable, <laughs> but I don't want to come out of this like extremely unhealthy and worse off mm-hmm. than I was before. So if I could come out the same, that would be great. If better, that would be like amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's awesome though that you are trying to do that because I know it's something I'm struggling mm-hmm. with. Um, cookies have become my oh, yes, too, which is really bad. But, yeah, it's and you know I'm I am get I mean the dogs help having dogs mm-hmm. help because then it's like you have to go out in there and get that exercise. Yeah. So yeah. that that is helpful. But yeah, I think it's so important for people to remember that, that the physical can help the mental. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me sometimes to remember that, but that that can help. Um, yeah. And, um, and, um, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, the first, during the first couple of weeks we had this, I was not good at showering and mm-hmm. I felt awful <laughs> all the whole, all the time. And I, I, um, I think about the third or fourth weekend, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. So I started forcing myself to get up and basically take care of myself and everything mm-hmm. just instantly, it, it just feels better. Even if all you do is shower, um, at least just mm-hmm. take, make sure of yourself. Um, cause that, yeah. that can have a big impact in, in general on your overall mood and how you're feeling and, you know, just. Yeah, just watch out. It, it helps your mental health. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's really good advice because I think it's easy when you're, especially since so many people are working from home mm-hmm. now, and a lot of people aren't used to working from home. And you know, I'm I'm someone who, fortunately, I have been working pretty much most of my work from home for you know since um, two since late 2013. Uh So I've been doing that for a long time. So I'm kind of used to how you do that and how you make sure that you're still kind of maintaining (laughs) a regular kind of schedule. But I think for a lot of people, it's really hard, especially if people aren't working and they're at home and it can be kind of tempting to just be like, I'm just going to lay around in my pajamas. And I'm not at all saying that it's not okay if you're doing that. This is a very, I think with this, it's a very different kind of thing. This is, we're all going through, a shared um, trauma, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, we're all going through a traumatic experience, whether we realize that or not at this time. And everybody has different coping mechanisms mm-hmm. for that. So, yeah. And um, I'm just curious because I know you and I, we go, we're, we're big movie yes. people. <laughs> um, and we go to movie theaters a lot. 
Um, and we and I remember like a little bit before we got the lockdown, I had to cancel I, yeah. one, of our, <laughs> I think... one of our movies and that was going to be, and that was actually the, um, the invisible mm-hmm. man, which I don't know if you, have you seen the I invisible did. man? I, I did. Yes. Then? I did get to see it before lockdown. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Oh, you did get to see it before lockdown. <laughs> That's good. Did you did you enjoy I that? Really, I really, I really, really did love it. I thought it was amazing. It was, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of different. I, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but it was. I, I, I just really liked it. You know, a woman getting away from an abusive relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. who who doesn't love that? <laughs> so you know, <laughs> and yeah. um, I'm not in a abusive relationship, but watching those, it makes me feel like you know it, I can accomplish. Um, good things for myself. I can get away from things that are bad for me. If you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of empowering almost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was a good, yeah. And I did the $20 rental Mm -hmm. of it, which, you know, sounds very expensive, but Hey, I'm not paying that $20 a a month or whatever for a list, unfortunately. But, um, so, so then I just figured it would just go into that. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, what would be, you know, when this all, I know we won't immediately return mm-hmm. to normal, but when we start getting back to normal, what is one thing that you really are looking forward to doing? What is the number one thing if, if you could just do right now that you're not able to go, do? Go to the, the movies. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's not the same in your living room on your couch. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, there's something like the pop, I never buy snacks at the movies and I know I'm going to the first time when, as soon as it opens, <laughs> I'm just going to get a big bucket of popcorn and just, it's going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's something about the, yeah, I don't even like popcorn. <laughs> I know that's a, but I'm not really a big popcorn fan, but the mm-hmm, smell of mm-hmm. it. I love because it reminds me of going to the movies. I'm like you, that's, that's the thing that I'm so worried about movie theaters yeah. because I, I there's just something so special about going to a movie theater yes there can be annoying people and yes it's expensive to go but it's just I don't know there's just that that experience of seeing it on a big screen and you know when you're at home watching I don't know if you do this it's a lot easier to get distracted by mm-hmm. your phone oh yeah absolutely and when you're in a theater at least if you are a kind and kind person, <laughs> you don't have your phone out. So you're not distracted. So that's, yeah. Yes. yeah. And, you know, honestly, if AMC, um, I, if they charged us for the A-list anyway and let us rent as many movies as you want, I think I would be mm-hmm. okay with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I actually think they should have done mm-hmm. that. I actually think they should have done that because I think a lot of people would have been okay with that. And I know they're kind of struggling right now so um i think that might have helped them in some way i don't know maybe not but i just think that might have been a a good plan so because i'm i'm worried that a list is going to go away (laughs) once they reopen i'm hoping i'm wrong (laughs) but i don't know maybe hopefully i'm wrong but yeah yeah so sorry go ahead no go ahead oh no i was just gonna say maybe there's just enough people that are that are signed up for it that when they open back up and start charging they'll be okay (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Hopefully. Um, and what's the one thing that this has taught you to not take for granted? Um, social gatherings, like 
literally being hanging out with friends, going out, even if it's just getting ice cream. I, um, like I said, I, I considered myself an introvert before all of this. And when people asked me to go out and do things, I used to get so nervous and I would, I would want to cancel. And I, um, I, I've gotten much better at it um, over the years where I can kind of overcome that. And when I'm in this the situation and I get there and we're hanging out, I never regret it. I'm always so happy that I came. But now I just, yeah. I think back all those times where I did cancel and I'm like, I wish I hadn't, you know, I wish I, I wish I, uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of the word. <laughs> I, oh, I wish okay. I could um, just appreciate it more back then than I, as much as I do right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think that that's, that's, yeah, that's, that makes sense. And I think that's a lot of, that goes mm-hmm. for a lot of things, you know, that you never really thought about how, um, you know, just being able to just walk into a place without worrying uh-huh. or being able to shake someone's hand or, yeah. And, and I don't know if this has happened to you. This is kind of, kind of off subject in a way, but well, not off subject, but off of what we were just talking about. Um, I don't know if you've noticed when you watch TV now or movies, when you see people shaking yes. hands or hugging, I kind of go, yes. what are you doing? I get really, um, okay, so I binged watched Gossip Girl the first week. Okay. I'm not proud of that, uh-huh. but <laughs> uh, there are so many scenes where they're at a party and it's just packed and there's all these people and I'm, I, it makes me anxious to look at it. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and that like that 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 trumped uh, me worrying about the teen drinking, how much of it there was. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was just like, oh, there's too many people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I absolutely understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, great. Um, well, is there anything else you want to add? Any other recommendations? Any other things you want to say before, before you close out? Um, let's see. I think, I think, um, something everyone should take away from this is that you have to be nice to service workers, you know, and we have to really, Mm -hmm. um, appreciate these people that are essential employees before this were considered, uh, non-essential or they are not non-essential but they weren't considered worthy of getting $15 an hour and suddenly they're yeah. the ones helping prop everything up <laughs> you know they're they're keeping us mm-hmm. afloat and you know I think we need to just appreciate and really care about every aspect every worker that's out there you know mm-hmm. instead of just the ones that we think are important so um, I, th- I think that's something everyone should really think about <laughs> before we open back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yes. This should tell you who really yes. is essential. <laughs> I mean, and this should tell you who really does deserve to be making a living yes. wage and yeah. And minimum wage is not no. a living wage. So <laughs> it is not. <laughs> No. So yeah, I think I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause yeah, that's, that's really important. And, um, thank you for being one of those people that's out there. And I, I know your hours aren't as much as they used to be, but you still have to be mm-hmm. out there. You're still putting yourself at risk so we can have the coffee <laughs> we still crave. And you know, that's really, so thank you. Thank you. No and 
Great. Well, if you want to just uh, tell people where they can find you, if you want to be found <laughs> on the internet, um, you just do that. Um, so you can find me on Instagram under Lilith Carmen. I'm not posting a whole lot anymore because there's not a whole lot to post about, but <laughs> um, I, if you have dogs or cats in your feed, I will be scrolling through them if you find me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank well, thank you. you so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you so much. And um, stay safe and healthy and take care. And I can't wait till we get to the I know. I was going to ask you, uh, as soon as this is over, as <laughs> soon as they're open, would you want to go with me? Because I will be there the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as it feels okay. safe enough to go, I will, I will preface that. But yeah, and as as long as there are yeah. people right us, but yes, I do I do want to go as soon as we are able to go. Awesome. So yes, it's definitely. been so nice talking with you, Erin. <laughs> and now on the line, I have Sarah Barnick, who has been on quite a few of our episodes. Um, one of them are our most po- two of our most popular episodes, actually. Uh, well, actually, three of our most popular. Episodes. <laughs> well, there um, you go. <laughs> yeah shipping um you and um also lucifer so those are three of our most popular episodes so you will recognize her voice so i'm going to have her just briefly introduce herself and then we will get into talking about what she is doing right now to help her cope through this weird time so sarah if you want to introduce yourself uh yes um actually you may not recognize my voice right now there is <clears throat> some sort of pollen mm-hmm. that is wreaking havoc on me <laughs> right now <laughs> you know it's it's time for spring allergies but anyway i am yeah. uh, sarah barnick um happy to be here thank you erin for having me great thank <clears> you <throat> so much for doing this yeah the allergies are this is like the worst time to have allergies too because oh my God. you're questioning everything whenever you get any kind of cough or oh i know like i'm like yeah yeah am i really sick or is this <laughs> and then um yeah. Scott's uh, uh, cousin is staying with us. Um, his uh, lease was up and he's been furloughed. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, he said, come on and stay with us. So that, that's one thing that's helping me keep my sanity right now. <laughs> um, yeah. having, having another human being in the house that <laughs> isn't uh, my children or my husband. Um, you know, yeah. and, and, he, yeah. and he does his own dishes. So that makes me happy. <laughs> That's helpful too. <laughs> well, 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 thank you for being here. And um, I just wanted to know, is there, what is, what are you doing to cope right now? Are there th- certain things you're watching, reading, listening to, or even doing that are helping uh, you right now? I mean, there, there, there's a variety of things. Um, I mean, uh, um, as, as you know, I have my uh, chopped challenge going on. Um, and that's been a, a lot of fun. Just, uh, seeing everyone's recipe creations and bouncing ideas off of each other and challenging ourselves to find uh, new cooking skills and all sorts of things like that. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, been, I started a few new TV shows. I am finally watching Dexter. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> and, and I even, I even started Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> But, you know, De- Dexter could be a little heavy, so, <laughs> you know, when, when, I, when I don't need those, those uh, uh, heavy storylines, then we go back over to Schitt's Creek <laughs> when I need something a little, you know, when I need some humor. Um, so we finally, uh, um, my husband and I finally started watching that. Um, 
although I've heard I shouldn't watch season eight or should I watch season eight? I mean, if, if you want to get the full, <laughs> the full breadth of the show, then um, I think you should, but personally speaking, and we're going to be doing a Dexter show yep. here in a, in a couple of weeks, but personally speaking, I think um, the series finale is possibly the worst series finale ever <laughs> that I have seen of any show that I've loved. Um, so I will prepare you for that. Okay. Uh, I do think it is a good idea to watch the whole thing would be my, even though I think it goes downhill mid season six, I think it's still good to just kind of wrap the whole thing up and then you can be angry with all of us. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> they ended it. But we can unite like, mutual anger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you in this series? Um, this I just season? finished season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just finished season okay. one. Um, and uh, been uh, my my husband's been uh, working a lot, uh, so he's he's been uh, uh, working pretty late. So I haven't really I haven't started season two yet, um, which I probably should just start season two. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you know he he finished all of Lock and Key without me. So um, there you go. You know. Um, but no, I really, I, I really enjoyed the first season. So, uh, beginning into that, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Schitt's Creek, um, has been a lot of fun and, uh, looking forward to, um, there's going to be a, a docuseries, uh, starting May 4th, because of course, May 4th on uh, Mandalorian, okay. um, uh, behind the scenes in the making of that sort of thing. So that looks really interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm also finding like little things like that to look forward to, mm-hmm. um, just small, you know, whether, whether it's something big, whether it's something small, um, you know, just, you know, something to look forward to in, in the future. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. today was, um, you know, recording this episode. Um, so that was something, you know, trying to stay, uh, stay positive and, and, stay focused on uh, on the good things um unfortunately i haven't really been reading much i really i really need to finish the handmaid's tale oh but again <laughs> i think i need some light reading <laughs> <laughs> right now <Yeah>. um <laughs> you know i keep picking it back up but i'm like oh, i just i can't read this right now <laughs> yeah so i have to look through uh my uh stack of to read books which is quite lengthy and, and find something to start reading, um, you know, to, uh, to do. And now that it's nice, I can sit outside on my deck and get some vitamin D mm-hmm. sunshine. And, you know, that helps too. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, Oh God, what else have I been doing? And it's funny. I just had a, a I'm also, uh, I still see my uh, therapist every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, well now we're, teleconferencing um, yeah but I was just talking with him about this yesterday too uh about <laughs> things I'm doing to cope um so uh you know it, I, I started cross-stitching again so that's been fun oh cool and I'm trying to find some uh geeky and nerdy cross-stitch uh patterns I I got this one that's going to be I will start it <laughs> and I will finish it but it's it's gorgeous i'll have to um i'll have to uh post a picture um but it's it's good omens 
So it's all sort of like a stained glass kind of, mosaic, not a mosaic, that's not the right word. Um, but it, it, you know, it's almost set up like a stained, like a stained glass window with um, Aziraphale and Crowley. Um, and then I forget what it has written on the bottom, but it's, it's massive. <laughs> um, so that's going to be quite an, an undertaking, but um, I find that's, uh, you know, having something like that to focus on is, is also relaxing for me. Um, mm -hmm. You know, thankfully, uh, I don't have to cope with uh, homeschooling right now. Oh. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Well, what you were doing for your kids? So. Yeah, they're um, they're well, they're both in high school. Um, uh, Cameron's a freshman, Nate's a junior, uh, and they are pretty self sufficient when it comes to their schoolwork. So they're just getting their assignments on Monday, and they work through them uh, throughout the week. Some are due Friday, some are due Sunday, and they've been doing a good job of getting everything in on time. You know, so. that's good. Which, which is nice because there's no way I can help with AP physics. That's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. I would have no idea how to do that. Either. <laughs> I'd be like, um, no. Nope. Yeah. Or, or honors pre-calculus. <laughs> Nate was showing me his math homework and I'm like, okay. <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> Please don't ask me for help because I, I can't read this. <laughs> so that, yeah. And it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So it's that's actually hasn't been uh, too too much. I know a lot of a lot of my friends that do have elementary age kids um, and even middle school age. It's uh, it's tough. Um, mm -hmm. You know, especially for parents that are still working from home or even working outside the home uh, for yeah. or essential employees um, to have to juggle that and now homeschool. Or, or teach you know help teach their children um it's rough um mm -hmm. you know it's 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 a whole different world right now <laughs> and it's crazy yeah um you know so i've been doing doing a lot of little things to kind of um to kind of cope and um <clears throat> you know in, in terms of listening i need to find some podcasts to listen to <laughs> <laughs> you know um yeah I, I've I'm kind of starting to get in, into that now. Into podcasts, yeah, a little bit more so. So I need to find some some good ones to listen to um, because my family doesn't always want to hear me blasting Slipknot while I'm making dinner. Um, <laughs> well, most of them yeah. are, are okay with it. Cameron's like, please don't. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, pot, yeah. There are a lot of good podcasts out there, and I'll probably um, I'll be throwing out some on here um, awesome. to recommend. But but it just depends on what what you're in the mood for because there are so oh many different kind of podcasts. Oh my know. god, yes, <laughs> yeah. So and I'm a bit of an addict, so um, <laughs> that's a lot of the reason I wanted to make a podcast. But <laughs> depends on what if if you're just want simple movies. I listen to a lot of movie podcasts more than anything. So oh, nice. Um, if you're into those, you know, I recommend if, if you don't care about spoilers for certain things, there's one that I listen to called real spoilers, okay. R E E L. Okay. That's a really good one. Um, and they're great people who host that podcast too. So that's, that's a really good one. Um, next best picture, um, is a really good one as well. 
Uh, so those are a couple. I also think Pop Culture Happy Hour, which is an NPR one, is really good. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a really good one. And then um, Keep It is a really funny podcast. Okay. Um, so I recommend those. And uh, Keep It, actually, one of the hosts is Ira Madison, who was who had a guest appearance on an episode of you in the second season. He was one of the people at the pool party that Joe went to. Um, Yeah. So he's, yeah. Yeah. So he's one of the hosts on there. It's a really, really good show. Anyway, but um, well, do you have anything else uh, with your kids? I know you're not having to homeschool them, but is there any advice that you have for any parents out there? Like, is there anything you're help you're doing for them to help them cope with what's going Um, on? I, 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 I want to say yes. Um, they're really, Nate is, Nate is an introvert. Nate is my uh, oldest. Um, he has Asperger's syndrome. Um, so he, you know, he, he, nothing has really changed much for him. <laughs> um, you know, this, this is no different than, than any other time because he's, he pretty much keeps to himself. Um, you know, Cameron has actually been very good about his own, finding his own um, coping skills. He's definitely more social um, and has, has a good group of friends. So they've been, they've been doing a lot of online gaming. Um, they've been hosting watch parties like through Zoom um, or Netflix. I don't know if they've been using Netflix. I think they've been mostly using Zoom. Um, so he's been doing a lot of that. Um, we've been trying to you know, a couple nights a week, have a movie night or uh, a board game night. Um, Cause Nate's very much into uh, strategy games. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much Dungeons and Dragons because we just do not have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he likes Settlers of Catan. Um, was it Betrayal? Uh, Betrayal in the House on the Hill, I think is the name of it. Um, that's been a fun one to play, um, Dominion. So there's a couple, there's uh, quite a few games that he enjoys and that's something that helps him cope. So we've been trying to, uh, make it a point of that, trying to make it a point of, okay, everyone eats dinner at the same time, (laughs) which we were pretty good about before, um, uh, before our, uh, shelter in place orders, um, so family dinners together are, are pretty important and we try and keep it, uh, light and fun. We like to do uh, trivia during dinner, um, oh, which cool. is, uh, sort of become, well, it kind of started last year with my, uh, Nate, uh, decided to get a page a day calendar. Whoops. Oops. Sorry. That was my phone. Um, oh, that's uh, page a day calendar of uh, stupid dad jokes. For my husband, so every night at dinner, we ended up with a stupid dad joke, and he quickly regretted his purchase. <laughs> you know, after about a week, he's like, I don't know what I was thinking. So this year, he decided to get a page-a-day calendar uh, for my husband of uh, uh, just random trivia. I'm like, that's a better choice. Um, so we, yeah. we have it worked out because then Cameron got a page a day calendar of Shakespearean insults, which is quite entertaining. <laughs> so whoever doesn't, whoever doesn't get the, uh, the trivia question, right. Gets insulted by Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's you know, clever. so that's, uh, that's something, uh, oh, of course, I mean, we've been doing that all year, 
Um, mm -hmm. That's something that we were doing in general, but just trying to trying to make sure we do have some family time together. Um, now that the weather's warmer, trying to get out for uh, yeah. we have some nice walking trails by our house. Trying to get out for walks, um, you know, just to just to get outside. Um, mm -hmm. And so they've uh, they have they are they they've been coping fairly fairly well, um, which uh, that's good. You know, uh, I since I have my own uh, mental health issues <laughs> and my anxiety is kind of elevated right now, I'm quite thankful that they they have their own coping mechanisms. Um, although I'm very I'm very good yeah, with helping good. other people cope, I'm not so great at helping myself mm -hmm. cope. Um, so yeah. I mean, it's just I mean, it just you know, reminding them, you know, reminding them that. You know they they are important they aren't a burden you know i i know it's it's tough having your kids home and spouse home all the time uh, especially when you're not i mean when you're not used to it i i'm just completely out of my routine i'm like oh wow there's people here <laughs> during the day yeah. the, the cat is not happy about it <laughs> sitting in my spots um but yeah, the cats probably have a different reaction. Oh, the dogs, are, dogs yeah, even the dogs no. are like, woo, everybody's home. The cat's like, no, <laughs> this is not good. You're interrupting me. Yeah. Um, but it's where was I going with this? <laughs> but but you were but but I think um yeah I think that's some great advice and just I mean I know your kids are older mm -hmm. so it probably you know, it sounds like they had their own good coping mechanisms and they're still for, for Cameron, he's still reaching yeah. out with his friends. And, and, and I think that's, that's so important. Um, have you done a lot of the virtual stuff? Have you done a lot? Yeah, of virtual, I have, like, I have meetings? been, um, uh, my friend Judy in San Antonio, um, she's been, uh, streaming Jackbox games, um, which I think are through, I think it's through steam, I'm not a hundred percent positive on that. Um, but she's got a Twitch channel set up. So a couple times a week, we've been uh, getting together to play, you know, they're just online party games. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. I've done some uh, uh, Zoom calls uh, with friends, um, done some Zoom calls with uh, um, my in-laws. Uh, my husband has uh, four sisters. Um, so we've been uh, getting together that way. So that's, I mean, that's been huge just to see uh, see someone yeah. else <laughs> and talk to someone else yeah um so we've done some of those um uh my friend judy again i guess uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the game exploding kittens it's no it's <laughs> no, a it's a fun that. little card game um but i guess they released or, or put together rules so that you can play like you can set up a zoom meeting and if, if you have the game you can all play together so we're going to try and uh, set that up at some point so that should be a lot of fun <laughs> um yeah. but that's been yeah it's been interesting um to uh to find new ways to uh to cope we've had to do a lot of out-of-the-box mm -hmm. thinking because yeah yeah that's, that's yeah i mean thing. what's worked in the past is not necessarily going to work now so it's finding finding other yeah. and uh, new and creative ways to uh, to kind of help with stress, anxiety, fear, 
fatigue, whatever, whatever you're going through right now, because we're kind of all yeah. going through this together. Exactly. It's like, um, you know, I was, I was telling somebody else it's, it's a collective trauma. Exactly. That we're all exactly. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're all going to deal with it differently and experience exactly. things differently. And that's why if you come out with this and you haven't learned a new skill or anything like that, that's fine. That's not, I mean, it's not a requirement because, you know, this is a trauma. This yeah. isn't like we all got a group vacation. So it's, yeah. you know, it's a very different experience and everybody's going to deal yeah. with it differently. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. So what's, yeah, sorry, it's, uh, and like you said, everyone, everyone deals with it differently. I mean, you know, I keep, I've seen things on social media, you know, with you, you know, you don't come out of this with a new skill and blah, 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 blah. Then, you know, um, time was never your problem or something like just stop. Mm -hmm. Everyone deals with yeah. this differently. And you know what? Some people are still working and they're working harder than they used to. And they're having mm -hmm. to, take over their child's education amongst other things. You know what? Not, not everyone has time and everyone deals with things differently. Yep. So that's my rant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, um, when this, when we all start getting back to normal and when it's safe to go out and do some of the stuff you've done before, what's the first thing you really want to do? Like if you could do anything right now, what would you want to do? Um, ooh, <laughs> That's a good, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, if, if it lines up, I mean, uh, I would love to go to a concert. I had uh, <clears throat> tickets uh, for two concerts this month that I am not going to. One being at Red Rocks, and it was going to be our first concert at Red Rocks. Oh. So, yeah, and uh, we had great seats too and they postponed it they've rescheduled for october so it's fine um but yeah i'd really like to uh, either either that or go to a movie um <laughs> and uh um you know as for you know things like getting my hair cut getting my nails done whatever i mean that was never very important to me to begin well my hair is but <laughs> everything else um you know yeah. um don't necessarily want to rush out and do that. Cause I know, you know, places like that are going to be overwhelmed too. Um, you know, so I really, I really, if, if it lines up, love would love to go see some live music or, or go to a movie. Yeah. That's, that's a, yeah. And the movie thing has been a, has been a popular yeah. answer. So yeah. And that would, that would, that would probably be mine too. <laughs> I really miss I going to the movie theater, but yeah, live music. That's, yeah, that's that's a good one. Or Comic Con. <laughs> and is there anything? Yeah, or that or that too. Since you know that's been pushed to yeah. November, I'm the one here in in Colorado has, but um, we're in Denver. Yeah. So, um, is there? What is your biggest takeaway from this? Like, what have you learned that that you would never take for granted? You know, like like maybe you took for granted something, some small things, and now um, you aren't taking it for granted paper. anymore. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I got like a 12 pack of toilet paper at King Supers this week and I was ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how that's like. I came thing. home, I'm like standing in front of the office door <laughs> looking at Scott. He's like, oh my God, you found toilet paper. Um, 
<laughs> sorry it's just the yeah. funniest thing toilet paper oh my god no um things I, I take for granted um I, I mean just I guess the I mean the, the the freedom that I had to you know basically kind of do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted um you know to be able like to just up and yeah we're going to a movie tonight or yeah let's go out to dinner tonight I mean just you know little little things like that it's like okay now I can't do that um mm -hmm. and uh you know definitely um I don't know I don't have a good answer for this um <laughs> no no you do that um, was a good answer that was a good answer that was because that is something that you never think of as something you right. won't be able to do. You just, you just automatically think, okay, if I'm going to go, I, you know, I need to go out and run to this place or, you know, I feel like going and sitting down and having a cup of coffee yeah. with people, or I feel like going to a movie and yeah. you can't do that right now. And so that's, that's a very good answer. That's, I mean, that's a big thing. I think that nobody really thought of as, I don't really want to say necessarily privilege, but yeah. in a way, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, we were privileged to yeah. be able to go do that without, yeah, without fear. I mean, yeah, without <laughs> fear. Know? And it'll, it'll be interesting once things calm down and, and we get back to some semblance of normal, which I, I, I don't know if we're, mm -hmm. I, I think it, it, you know, that's going to be in the back of everyone's mind. I think people are going to be yeah. um, a little bit more uh, cautious. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I mean, time with friends, um, not that I necessarily took it for granted before, but it's like, oh, you know, I really miss everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, being able to, to, uh, uh, get together and um you know just just that type of stuff um you know i don't mm -hmm. I, I don't miss driving my kids back and forth to school i definitely don't miss that <laughs> anyone who knows me knows yeah. <laughs> the my opinions of the school pickup yeah. and drop off lines um yeah i'm definitely not missing that um yeah yeah i mean just 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 time. I mean, time, time with outside of the house really, um, I guess is what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I yeah. think that's what a lot of us are, are, are realizing. So, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for taking the time to talk to me and um, share some recommendations and advice and some things that you've learned um, along the way with this. Cause it's all, we are. you know, we're all coping. We're all trying to cope and we're all going through this very strange time in the world yeah. right now. So, yeah. So, so thank you so much. So if you want to just tell people um, where they can find you, if you, um, want yeah, you can find me on Facebook, um, Sarah Barnick, it's B I R N A I K. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is at Nate Cam Mom. It's N A T E C A M M O M. Um, also on Instagram, although I'm not overly active there, um, same as my uh, uh, Twitter handle. Um, and if you're interested in having some fun with cooking, 
you can check out the uh, group chopped quarantine challenge. Um, we've got different challenge every day, everything from having people pick an item or people in your house pick an item from your pantry and you have to cook with it to, you know, come up with um, something using pickles. Pickles have been popular lately. Yeah, the pickle challenge, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, so that's been uh, a lot of fun if you're looking to uh, try some uh, fun new recipes. Um, so that's it. That is where you can find me. Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. And I will link oh, to that Facebook please. group on the show notes in case so that people can just click there and find it easily. Um, so thank you so much, Sarah, for taking this time. And I hope I get yes, to see you so. in person sometime soon. Thank you, thank you again, me. Sarah. Thank you. You, you have you a good rest too. of your day <laughs> and night. And Thank you. Okay. Bye. And now on the line, we have a first-time guest who will also be joining us on our Clueless episode, so I'm very excited to have her on today, and her name is Sarah, and I'm going to have her briefly introduce herself before we get into what she's doing right now to cope through this weird time. So, hi, Sarah. Hi, Erin. Hi. So, if you want to just introduce yourself to the audience. Yes, perfect. Um yeah, my name is Sarah. I am living in Aurora, Colorado. I've been in Denver for, oh, wow, since 2013, 2014. So a decent amount of time. Just recently got married back in September and living out this pandemic with our four animals, two dogs and two cats and one very uh, adventurous and creative 12-year-old girl and um I actually am blessed to be able to work for the VA so I am able to help set up telehealth for all the veterans in a five-state region so it's nice to be able to contribute and still have a job during this time so I am so blessed and I my heart goes out to anybody else who does not have that blessing but um I know that we're we're gonna come out on top in one way or another yeah, yeah. And thank you for all the work that you do. Seriously, that's oh. a very, very valuable job. And um, that's great that you're able to, able to do that. Um, and also, it was, a, it was a beautiful wedding. I was I was in the wedding. So I want yeah. to say it's a beautiful, beautiful wedding. Um, it was super fun. It was. Yes, the parade. I, they had a parade that was just, oh, my God, that was so beautiful. I was like, I want to do, every, I want to do this for every event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was really awesome. Okay, well, what are you doing right now to cope? What are you watching, reading, listening to, or even just doing outside of pop culture? Um, some of the things that I've been watching, and this is this is one of my guilty pleasures to watch, and it's it's kind of one of those dark series, but American Horror Story. That's oh, one of my yeah. favorites to watch. <laughs> Um, I really wish Lady Gaga would get back on there because she was mm-hmm. phenomenal in, in the hotel season. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my guilty pleasure, but I've caught up on that. Just need to watch the newest season. Um, let's see what, else, what my guilty pleasure of binge watching. And this is going to sound so white trash, but it's Swamp <laughs> People. I love alligators. I love alligators. And so it's a, it's basically just a show of different um, alligator fishermen in New Orleans, uh, not New Orleans, Louisiana, all over Louisiana, 
where they have a specific amount of tags that they have to fill over open season for in September and they go around following them throughout their whole hunting season and recording it. And I mean, these guys catch some big gators, man. These are like 13, huh. 14 foot gators. These are dinosaurs, man. Wow. Uh, so that's my dorky, guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so redneck white trash, but <laughs> what I love about that is the simplicity of their culture. Like they are so family oriented and so neighbor friendly and, they're just genuine, honest, hardworking people. And to me, that seems so authentic. And so I love being able to connect with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's, and it's nice to have those guilty pleasures, I think, especially, and especially stuff that, you know, can be mindless in a way. And like right. you said, the simplicity and taking you out of that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's been one of my guilty pleasures. Um, what am I listening to? Surprisingly, I've been listening to a lot of live um, DJ feeds on Facebook and hmm. through Twitch. So one of my favorite DJs, Darude, uh, he's been around since like the early 90s. It's like he did Sandstorm, you know, what everybody runs through and like goes to the club too. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he does these like talk sessions with his fans and they he actually calls his fans and talks to them which is super cool um so it's interesting to see how artists have cultivated this way to connect and do shows live in a different way than they ever have before and it's cool to see the uh, creative freedom that they've been able to dive into and not be restricted based upon a specific venue and so it's, I think that's one of the good things that have been coming out of this. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I don't really listen to any podcasts. That's more Joyce's thing, my wife. Um, <laughs> but I, I do hear plenty of podcasts through her. She'll just come up and say, hey, I listen to this podcast and X, Y, and Z. And it, it, it's, I get to live vicariously through her when it comes to podcasts. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you're listening, sort of. You're listening kind of without listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to do the whole thing and get the, the punchline. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. Cool. And what are, what are you doing um, outside of pop culture or anything like that? Is there anything you're doing for yourself or with your family to get through this time? Um, I think one of the things that I decided to focus on is um, – the one thing that I can control and the one thing that is constant and consistent and that's my body. So I've set up a very specific workout schedule that focuses on things that I love and enjoy like road biking or fat biking or things, things like that, where I can get into the feeling of being in the flow and just focused and, and connect with my body in a healthy way where I can focus on that. So that's one thing I've been doing. Um, I so one of my favorite things to do is actually go to the beach and lay on the bait on the beach in the sun and just listen to the waves. And that's usually one of the ways where I actually find the most peace. So I thought of a way for me to actually do that in reality. In the middle of Colorado, I can go to the beach any day. So what I've done is created an ocean waves playlist on Spotify and 
anytime if the sun is out and it's really bright and warm, I go walk out into the middle of the field in our neighborhood or whatever, lay in the grass, close my eyes, play those ocean waves and feel the sun on my skin. And the cool thing is, is when you do that and you have your eyes closed and you imagine being on the beach, your brain has no idea it's on in, um, in Colorado or on the beach itself. It really honestly thinks it's at the beach. So wow. I go to the beach every day <laughs> and it's, it's great. And I, I love being able to get vitamin D. That's like, I think we're really lacking in that, especially in, in this time, like everybody feels like they probably have to stay inside, which in some cases, yes, that's true. Um, I'm blessed enough to live in a very big suburban neighborhood and right by Cherry Creek Reservoir and can go ride my bike and go to these different places and be far away from people without having to compromise anyone or myself. And so that's a huge blessing. And, and so everybody can go to the beach. You just need a soundtrack and some, and some uh, headphones and close your eyes and you can be there. That's, that's really awesome because I was just saying that I really wish I could go to the ocean and go, cause I, I love just being able to smell the ocean, being able to hear it, right. there's just something about it that's so peaceful and so soothing. And so that's really amazing. I'll have to try that. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. 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 And getting out, I think that's, that's a really important thing for people to know, you know, I mean, having dogs <laughs> that helps a lot, that basically, you know, you, they have to go out. I mean, they can't, you know, stay inside the whole time and they need walks. They need that exercise. So having that helps with that. But if you don't have that, I think it's important for people to realize they still can go out. They just have to maintain that distance. They can't go to crowded places. You can't, you know, hang out with your friends, but you can still go out and get that sunshine and it helps so much. And you notice that, or at least I have in this, in my neighborhood, when you go out, people are keeping that distance, but everybody's being really nice and waving hi. Right. And, you know, it, so you kind of get that human interaction without being face to face necessarily. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that's really, really important. Yeah. 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 And have you done any um, virtual like hangouts, virtual happy hours, anything like that? Oh, man, I've done a couple. I've done a happy hour with my best friend. She lives in Utah, where I'm originally from. Um, Let's see. Every Saturday now with my whole crew that I had in my wedding party and a few extra people, we're doing a a Saturday happy hour from five to seven, which is super nice. It's nice to see my friends. And like, these are like my, my family, family, you know, and mm-hmm. so it's nice to see them. And I've done a couple of coffee date phone calls with one of my um, five brothers. Yes. I, typical Mormon family. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I call my mom a lot, which is surprising. Um, my parents are both immune compromised. My mom has MS and my dad has a disease that mim- mimics Parkinson's. So like I was immediately um, hackles up trying to protect my parents when it came to this whole experience. And luckily my mom is on board and able to navigate in a way that's as healthy as possible for her. Um, so it's, uh, I try to connect with the people that not only are just important to me, but also the people that I know are, formative to who I am 
and they tend to be my anchor in some way, shape, or form. And so my anchor crew really is really who I I tend to spend more time with. I have a, co- a couple of friends that I work with through the VA that I'm able to I am and work with and talk to through uh, instant messenger while I'm at work. So there's still that that connection, and so it's. Um, yeah, that's that's who I've been connecting with. Nothing crazy or getting on any random Zoom calls with strangers. No, it's, <laughs> I stick to what I know. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what I've noticed, and I, I've mentioned this to a couple people, is there seems to be a lot more going on, even though we're doing everything virtually. There's so many, I mean, I've done at least one or two virtual things every weekend and there's a lot of ones that are going on at the same time. Right. And so it seems, I think a lot of that is, is that people are really realizing what's important to them and, and, and how important it is to have that connection because we're human beings and we have to have that. Um, and, and I think especially for people who are going through this alone, where they're living alone, um, I think that's even more important where you at least have some kind of thing where you're able to reach out to people, even if it's virtually. So right. I think that's I think that's one of the blessings of this is it's really um, helping people see how important those people are in their lives. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we don't take that for granted. And then you have a young preteen or teenager in the house. Yeah, um, we're growing a teenager for sure. You're yes. <laughs> they grow um, in their rooms. You... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are you guys doing right now to help her get through this? Or what is she doing to help herself? Get you know, this? honestly, Lydia is she's 12. She's in, in middle school. She, out of all three of us, is probably thriving the most. She's thriving in this environment. And huh. initially when, before, before COVID, it was, she was having, struggling with school. There was a lot of um, intense emotional energy at school. It became overwhelming. And so we were trying to come up with different solutions for her and coping mechanisms and, and just to be able to like, give her the mental and emotional support that she needs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Going into COVID and school being canceled in person and switching to online school, has actually been a blessing to her. She gets through all of her schoolwork in less than two days for the whole week. <clears throat> and wow. on top of that, she's been um, kind of uh, auditing or ghosting another school's program to see if that's a school that she would be interested in going to next year. That's more of a, uh, I think it's a Waldorf school where they're just more interactive and they're not so uh, strict curriculum based. So Mm -hmm. she's doing really well with the online stuff. She's writing a book. She's reading a ton. And I've never seen her room cleaned so much before. Like she, (laughs) she, she holds up in her room, you know, you know, when you were a teenager and you just hung Mm -hmm. out in your room all day long and you just existed there listening to music and doing your thing. (laughs) That's why I say you're you're growing a teenager because they grow in their little (laughs) environment. (laughs) Uh, so she's she's been actually thriving quite a bit and it's she's she takes voice lessons every Saturday she takes an online uh, dance class every Saturday with with a whole bunch of her friends that join online so she misses her friends of course she misses that interaction and um, 
so she has some zoom phone calls and facebook chat dates and stuff with different friends and so she has an amazing support system but it is this is really brought out her creativity in a way that we never thought and she's singing more she's happier i mean it's it's it was surprising it was surprising honestly and i know that's not going to be the case for everybody out there with kids you have these different kids with different learning styles and different personalities and different interests and so my heart goes out to those full-time parents that are also working from home and trying to school at home that cannot be easy and I know it's not and so um, I definitely consider myself blessed and Joyce has been an amazing um, support and cultivator and making sure that Lydia has her education lined up and her uh, social social life lined up it's it's kind of interesting having to navigate somebody else's social life (laughs) on their behalf (laughs) i'm sure we'll get to a point where we don't have to do that but it's it's just been an interesting uh experience over the last even six years where we have to navigate play dates and who who she gonna hang out with who she's gonna have a sleepover (laughs) with and and babysitting and things like that so um, it's been quite an interesting journey, but it's nice to see that Lydia is flourishing in this environment right now, which is pretty unique. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And she's writing a book. She's writing a yes. book. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. And, and she's drawing wow. a lot more like the, mm-hmm. the creative juices are just flowing out of her. So yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, I mean, she's a very, very, very creative person. So that doesn't, and she was on, uh, you know, I did a virtual karaoke party where, and you joined in on one of those, one of the songs, but um, with Joyce and, and Lydia was there too. And she, (coughs) she sang and she has a really, really good voice. You can tell she's a natural at that. So So, yeah, she's pretty into Hamilton, of course, and all those musicals and Mm -hmm. a lot of different music sound of music actually lately um oh, so really? i've been hearing huh. her, her <laughs> she sings a lot in the shower <laughs> kind of a good cliche, but <laughs> you hear her all the way upstairs from the bathroom and it's like it sounds like <laughs> julie julie andrews right is that who okay yes. yeah. mm-hmm. okay yeah. good i can't screw that up because my dad <laughs> that's my dad's favorite movie um oh. <laughs> but it's interesting hearing her sing and like it's she knows how to project and she knows how to do different mm-hmm. fluctuations in, in a very particular way. So her voice lessons are, well, excuse me, really paying off. And it, it's amazing that she's been able to do that over Zoom or Skype with her instructor. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I've, I've talked to you're the third person that I've talked to that has kids mm-hmm. going through this and, and everybody has sort of a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like for the most part, there's still some, there's a lot of positivity still going yeah. on. Um, and a lot of creativity is what I've heard. So, which, which I think creativity is so helpful during this time. Um, anything you could do. I know for me personally, this podcast has helped me tremendously through right. this because it's a huge distraction. It's something to keep me busy, something fun, something that I enjoy. Right. So, yeah, so it's very important to find that. Um, so what, what is one thing that this has taught you to never take for granted again, again, excuse me. Um, there's, there's a few things that came up, uh, came to mind for me. One of them is how much this time has plugged us all in electronically. 
And mm-hmm. I've, I'm really burned out on screen time, honestly, like going from working from home for eight hours a day and then going to watching movies or whatever and Zoom calls. It's like it's constant interaction with the screen. So I'm, that's where I'm really grateful I can get outside. Um, yeah. Another one thing that I'm super grateful for that I never realized I would ever, I, I didn't really take it for granted, but it was something that just surprised me how much how the accessibility of fresh fruits and vegetables honestly like yeah. going to the store we don't go to the store we get it either delivered or curbside pickup or whatever and majority of the time we don't get everything on our list and m- most of the things that we don't get is the fresh fruits and vegetables which sucks you know and so yesterday like we got a food delivery and there were apples and I looked over the apples. I was like, Oh my God, I want an apple. <laughs> and I've never, I've never been that guy where I'm just like, I just want an apple. And it, and, and it was amazing. And, and so just the fruits and vegetables and how much the color of fruits and vegetables really bring joy to my life and my experience. And so I love having that variety. And so that's one thing I, I definitely have taken for granted in the past and not in not in the holy but like you know it I felt like it was always going to be there but during this whole time like at the beginning I, I thought to myself when I was looking at avocados I was like these are from a totally other location and like Guam or wherever I can't remember Guatemala or what I can't remember which where where they're from but like I was like what is this what if this is the last avocado I ever, ever get to have like it made me more grateful for those things that come from other places that I just, I really took for granted because it was constantly accessible to me. And so now I'm just, I feel so blessed to be able to have fresh fruits and vegetables and have that color and that vibrancy and that amazing nutrition in my life. So, yeah, and I think there's, I think I read somewhere, I'll have to look for it, and if I find it, I'll send it to you, that um, some farmer's markets are going to start doing, like, curbside pickups and yeah. stuff so that people can have those fresh fresh veggies and fruits, because that's very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even think of that, but that's 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 very true, that finding those. You know, I've, I've noticed that I've been eating a lot more bananas. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I love bananas, but I've been eating a lot more of them than right. I thought before. Like, I'm almost every day I have at least one banana. So yeah, yeah, that's, and every time I get them, I'm like, yay, banana. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that is very true. Um, and then, and then one other thing that I can think of that I never thought I would ever take for granted, but seeing a group of strangers, knowing that there's oh, other people yeah. out there, like it's, it can be a little awkward being out in the world where you're wearing a mask and another person's wearing wearing a mask or they aren't. And you're like, Oh mm-hmm. God, I really want to say hi to you, but this is awkward. It's like, you know, yeah. it, it made me, re- what made me realize how much this is impacting people is when I heard this poem and there was a line in it that said, we're not social distancing, we're physically distancing. And then, and just saying that out out loud you feel a difference in, in that experience between social distancing and physical. So like, oh, okay. It, it takes, the physical distancing takes a little bit of pressure off of the experience. 
And so I've tried to come from that mindset of like, we're just physically distancing. We can still be kind to each other and nice to each other and smile, you know, and wave and interact instead of treating other people like they are the disease. They are the virus. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the mentalities that's coming out is like, oh, they have the virus. They are the virus. I can't, don't make eye contact. You know, (laughs) it's like an awkward date. You're like, oh God, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And so just, I I think it's important to remember that we can still connect and be kind and um, understand that everybody is navigating the best way they can. Some people are informed, some people are not, some people are coming from a place of I, my rights are being squandered and taken from me versus I'm trying to do the right thing for me and my family and everybody else in the world. Um, there's different levels of consciousness and awareness that are coming out from this experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like that, that you, that you pointed that out though, because I think that's true. We do kind of look at each other sometimes like, Oh, Oh, the virus, the virus, mm-hmm. the virus. And so tainting people. That's, that's really good. Good to know. And then um, when things go back to relative normality, when it's, things are normal again, um, if everything was normal right now, what would be the first thing you'd want to do that you can't do right I now? See my chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, our, our bodies are amazing and resilient and adaptive, but holy cow, the first four weeks of this whole experience, because I've been working from home since March 13th. I have not been in the office or anywhere else since then really. Um, but I have, I have a pinched nerve in my neck that I can't, I have to get my neck adjusted like every three weeks. And I've had some crazy eyelid twitches and spasms for three weeks straight and then a bad ocular migraine. So chiropractor hands down and then to my barber <laughs> right after that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been wearing a lot of hats because I don't like my hair right now. <laughs> Very much to do with it. Yeah, you're not going to try and give yourself that. Oh haircut. no, 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 no! I've given my dog a haircut. I've I've cut Lydia's hair. Lydia, we yeah. cut off like 14 inches of her hair. She's like, I just want a wow. gun. I'm like, okay, we're letting stuff go, you know. So, and, and it looks cute. She's had the haircut before. It's down to her shoulder, so it's. But yeah, those are the places I would yeah. go to first. And it just makes me so incredibly grateful for those services and the people who provide those services because mm-hmm. they're the ones that are really impacted, especially people who are independent contractors or own their own business. They don't have that uh, that financial cushion to whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm just, I'm so much more grateful for them and... I will never ask for a discount again. I will happily pay full price because <laughs> they're worth their weight in gold yeah. right now. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And those people that are, you know, at the supermarkets and yeah. coffee shops and delivering food yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The people that, um, you know, we don't think deserve yeah. <laughs> a living wage are the people that are helping us, survive yeah and and it's interesting it Mm -hmm. reminds me of the movie fight club where we are the people who Uh, who shine your shoes and they do all these different things we we watch you while you sleep you know and so that really puts it into context how much we depend on each other in these situations and even 
even just the, the medical staff, like it's not just nurses and doctors. I mean, you have people that are specialists in so many different areas. It's not just, mm-hmm. I'm just a primary care physician and that's it. And then we have a nurse. No, it's just such a broad yeah. spectrum of, of talent and education that people have brought to the table in this situation or even people who have stepped up and come out of retirement. I know at the VA, we've had a lot of people come out of retirement just to come and help support from a clinical standpoint. And so the people that are coming out of the woodwork is they're the true rock stars and the teachers out there, man, the teachers, the medical staff, um, people in the service industry, it really creates the perspective of what we prioritize in our society and how we have been able to leverage that. So the entertainment industry and sports industry, I could, I could care less about that industry. Like we're better off without sports to some degree. And, (laughs) and and on top of that, like, sports industry people and 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 players and different athletes they get paid way more than they probably should they provide entertainment and they're good at what they do but there are also teachers that are amazing at what they do we have ems staff mm-hmm. we have firefighters and teachers and so many different so many different fields that we should be trading them like we trade football players and fight for them to have a specific wage because they're so good at what they do and we don't. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really hoping that through this experience, we re we revisit our, our, our perspective of how we treat certain um, and sets and really fed out what is important so that way we can treat treat things different. I don't want to go back to the normal we knew. I'm going to go back to a new normal where we take care of each other. We stand up for each other. We, and we do the right thing all the time instead of me, 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 me. What about me? Mm -hmm. Um, I want to see a world where we are woke and we are intentional with our existence and our interaction with each other. So that way we are not repeating the same bad habits and patterns and mistreatment of other people. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's a great note to wrap up on. Um, So thank you so much. And that's really a good thing to keep in mind too. And I hope that we do grow and learn and come out better people and more connected after this. So, and that we don't, um, and that we realize what's important yes. in this world and in this yes. life. So, yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Great. Well, thank you so much. So if you, if you want to just close out and just if you want to be found on social media um, or if there's anything you want to just quickly plug out there, you can do that. So if you just want to close out. Yeah. With that, um, yeah. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Sarah Alder. Um, if you know Erin, you can find her through find me through her. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I, I like serving my community and I, I'm, I'm really excited to get out there and interact with people because it's, I didn't, I never realized how much of an extrovert I was until this whole experience, but I am grateful yeah. for the people that are connecting with me and just keep connecting in the way that you are comfortable with and don't forget to smile. Well, thank you so much for listening to this very special bonus episode. And I really hope um, that it was able to help you in some way that maybe you gathered at least one thing that 
might help you um, get through this challenging time right now because it is a very challenging time. Um, be sure to follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. Um, if you have any suggestions of how we can cope through this challenging time, or if you have, um, if you want to potentially be interviewed for the show, please feel free to reach out to us via Gmail at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. Or you can DM me through Facebook or Twitter. Um, And I just want to add really quickly to remember to be kind to yourself, please, because this is a trauma. We're going through a collective trauma, like I mentioned before, and not everyone reacts to trauma the same way. So don't beat yourself up if you don't learn a new skill during this time. Don't beat yourself up if you don't write that great American novel, if you don't, you know, learn how to bake sourdough bread or anything like that. Don't beat yourself up. Because this is a trauma we are enduring. This is a very difficult time. And everyone's going to handle it differently. So please, please be kind to yourself. And be kind to each other. And please know that we will make it through this. I truly do believe that. So thank you so much for listening. And please take care of yourself and stay safe and healthy. Thank you. Bye.